This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Have you ever wondered what it's like to bite into nerds' gummy clusters? They're fruity. They're tangy. They're gummy. And they're crunchy. Nerds Gummy Clusters, a union of fruity sweet gummy and tangy crunchy nerds. Unleash your senses. Shop now at nerdscandy.com. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owl are. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Okay Yo Hey Welcome To The Wolf And Owl Podcast Oh nice, nice, it's good to be Hi guys uh, <laughs> I just look, look at down the camera Do you know what I've noticed is the uh, don't touch yeah, because you moved the cameras last time. Yeah, yeah, so no, this don't and, touch. Uh, Tom from Spotify has decided it needs a sign. Yeah, it's a bit worrying, isn't it? That that's, that that's like, that's basically now, uh, there's, that's sign worthy. Well, whenever you see a sign, it's because a twat has done the thing before. <laughs> yeah, but when you know you, that you're that twat, like, you know, like when you had all the signs like above a like toilet saying, please wash your hands. Yeah. That's a strange. That must just be because obviously people have been caught out not washing their hands. Actually, while we're on that, hold on, hold on. That, that's a different thing you're talking about. Like the reason they said don't touch the camera is because somebody's moved the camera. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when I say somebody, I mean Tom Davis, not yeah, Tom yeah, Lee, yeah. right? Washing your hands—that's not something they're observing. They're not stood outside the toilet. Yeah, going, but even before they've not had non-washing hands incidents. No, that but even this, before COVID, this was an incident. There was like. It, like those signs up. Have you? I've noticed a thing during friend, COVID. There was those signs up. No, no, no. Even before. Yeah, I know because yeah. you should wash your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wash my hands. Yeah, me too. I'm a hand washer. Yeah, I love too. washing my hands. Although I, I, I um, I posted something up about a show on right. Facebook or something. Yeah, I, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I can't. I don't know what my password is. I tried to log on to it. It says because uh, you're a big Facebook user. You were, no, you were like you were one of the first people I know who changed his name to something cool when he got a little bit famous. Like when you say cool, my Facebook name is Sly Rangadanga Ding Dong. <laughs> yeah, but that was like that's quite a cool name. You changed your name to preempt the fact that you know. You're no, it get... wasn't preempting anything. Basically, what happened was my other account. Yeah. Like the original account I had, right. like when I was doing open mic gigs or yeah. just like started to do gigs, right. people would go, can I add you on Facebook? And I'd go, yeah. And then like two years later, some guy I met at the fucking Chuckle Hut is liking a picture <laughs> of my... Is liking a picture of my kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah. I just thought this has got to stop. Do you know what I mean? I've still got that. I, I still have... Mine's, mine's the original Facebook that I had when I started Facebook. 
So everyone that I've accumulated over the years is there. Yeah. What There's... a weird thing to brag about. <laughs> what? No, I think it's you know, kind of You cool. sort of lent across the table, you're feeling all like cocky Lit about a cigar. It. Yeah, yeah. No, because yeah. I'm like, oh, I've actually got the original face, but I haven't bothered to change a lot of some of these corporate sellouts. <laughs> you think that makes you hardcore? You fucking edgelord because you've got your original face. Mate, account. unlike you, I've, fucking, I've kept the people over the time. I think it's quite a nice thing. Like, we've all been together. There's times I look at it, I don't look at it as a bad thing. When I look, I don't know, like, you know, Tim Milton. I look at and I think, fucking hell, I've not seen him for years. I've forgot all about him. And then yeah. I'll go and like, have a look at his life. And what do you think about when uh, Jim Moulton likes a picture of your daughter? I don't put any I'd... pictures of, of my daughter on anything. Okay, fine. Well, then it's a different situation, yeah, yeah. isn't it? I, 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 she, I'll text you a picture of her, maybe. Yeah, you do, quite a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd actually ask you to stop doing that. She, I mean, she's, she's beautiful, but just please. There's only so many. My phone's only got a certain amount of memory. <laughs> on WhatsApp, so it saves automatically. So, yeah, you were one of the first people I know who changed Anyway, the point I was trying yeah. to make was, I posted up about a show on Facebook, yeah. and then somebody went, tagged somebody else in, and went, isn't this the comedian that you saw go to the toilet and not wash his hands after? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Also, like, let's just say that you're probably one of the most recognisable people in the country, I'd say. Like... I don't. I don't know if that's true. Well, it's because I've got a lot of guess who characteristics: brown glasses, beard. No, no. But I think you're. I think it. I think if you ask most people, they'd know who you were. I'd say that, like, if you were struggling for a way of me describing you in a pub, like, it wouldn't be. Oh yeah, that's the guy that you saw who didn't wash his hands after a gig. Uh, that what he's doing there is he's digging you out. Yeah, maybe. On the subject of people not knowing who I am. Yeah. So I'm going to have to, so I'm going to say this, yeah. but Lisa might ask me to cut it out. Yeah. I'm going to ask her when I get home from this, right? Yeah. Our dog trainer fancies Lisa, I'm pretty sure, okay? Male or female? Male, okay. right? And he's been saying things like, what a beautiful dog, and they say they're like their owners and stuff like that, oh right? Oh, my God. Right, and like sending Just so can I say, by the way... Look, Lisa's a beautiful woman, but um, that's a bad chat line. Yeah. And that is a chat line. I would say, look, on some nights, I look across at Lisa in bed, and I do think she's got a bit of the golden doodle about her. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, anyway, he's been, like, he's been sort of making... I, I don't, I would, look, I'm not saying he fancies her. I'm, he's being flirty, right? But, I, I, by the way, I'd, I'd say this right now. I don't agree with that. No, no. I mean, I think it's a bit scuzzy. Okay. On his part. Yeah, yeah. I assumed it was on his part. No, no, no. I think for him, right. if he knows she's married, yeah, and to come into your house and do that, what's he? What's he breaking down? Come to our house. I've never seen him. I've never met. You've the never seen him. No. You see pictures of him with your no, face. I don't this know is why you should be on Facebook more. No, but I don't. Think you can I, hunt him down and see what why? he looks like. Why? So you can have an idea of what he looks like. What you're dealing with here? I'm not dealing with anything. You too. What you're dealing with, mate. You're dealing with an absolute piece of shit. Okay, this is this definitely look, look. This is definitely not definitely not where I keep this in. <laughs> Start doing this. <laughs> right. Let's just try and keep it civil if we can. Okay. The yeah. point I'm trying to make is, yeah. Lisa um, never tells people who she's married to, right? Well, Unle like, yeah, unle un unless they ask, yeah. right? Or, yeah. yeah, unless they go, "What does your husband do?" Right? Yeah. So she she's been like going to this guy for a long, long time. And then eventually... Oh, so I've got the wrong end of the stick here. I thought he picked the dogs up at your house. No, 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 no. She okay. goes and, like, goes to the park and meets him. Okay, cool. She cool. sometimes doesn't take the dog. 
Right, anyway, okay. so she goes to so she goes to meet him, and she said, um, he said, "What does your husband do?" And she said, "He's a comedian." And he goes, "Oh, oh right. What sort of stuff does he do?" She goes, "Oh, she does. He does all sorts of stuff." And then he goes, "Who is he? Might I've heard of him." She goes, "You might have done. It's Ramachandran Nathan." And she said, without missing a beat, you went, "I've got no idea who that is." Now, one of two things has happened there. Mm. One, yeah. he's telling the truth. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, is, but which can, is I just, can I just say, as like, and I'm no lawyer or solicitor, I need to say that before I start what I'm about to say. Let me just say this. Yeah. You don't need to say that. <laughs> okay. Nobody, nobody's listening to this going, there's probably, probably formal legal advice Tom's about to dispense. <laughs> no. Right. If, when you say someone's name, however remote, if you were to turn around me, just say one of your friends' names from Crawley, anyone. Rahul Patel. Okay, Rahul Patel. Uh, um, did I meet him at Crawley when he came? No. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I know him. Oh, you did, you did. No, no, no. But okay. what I'm saying is that what I just did. You'd have a bit of consideration. Yeah, you think about you it. You wouldn't go straight. Yeah, especially when you're saying someone from television. Yeah. Ramesh Ranganathan, right? She'd he go Ramesh Ranganathan. Uh, number one, I'd arguably say, you know, it, what's he watching if he's not seen you at all or even heard of you? No, because you've. Been I on expect the... this on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, but okay. you've been on a lot of good TV shows. Right. No, it's no slight. I'd say that you're. I'd say that I would say that you have made something for everyone. Okay. Like, and I, I don't. I mean that with genuine, like, res, utmost respect, because you know, like. But if he's into sport, he's going to have seen League of Their Own. If he's a bit of a brain box, he's probably going to like Weakest Link. If he likes travel, he'd have seen uh, the um, travel shows. Adventures. Yeah. yeah. And okay. if you like something shit, he'll have watched Judge Romish. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Why am I in the shit one? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> King Gary. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but if he likes really, if he likes satire, yeah. And uh, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Let, let's just please, let's just stop. No, but my point being, right? No, but it's it's. He's immediately without a beat. I've never heard of him. He's been very dismissive then. Yeah. Well, anyway, we. I don't think we should discuss it any longer, just in case Lisa tells me that we're not allowed to keep any of this in. Right. But okay. listen, I have had, I've had a couple of days, mate. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I like the way you're moving. Like the, the yeah, but even like the stuff you've had going on, which is pretty big. Yeah, the dog walk has taken premiere. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. so wow. Yeah, it's because you know, I don't want my marriage to end. Yeah, no, not no. like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be my choice. <laughs> Creepy dog walker. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we're never going to keep this in. Anyway, um, right? Yeah, you've had a terrible time. So it? I did a I did a thing. Yeah. Like this say mate to a mate campaign, right? Yeah. Like Which I thought was brilliant. I was there the night it, it happened. Yeah. So the idea is, and I just want to clear this up. The idea is, if you see one of your mates being toxic to a woman, right, just call them out on it. That is as simple as that. Not suggesting that that is going to stop women being attacked. Not suggesting that's going to bring an end to sexual violence against women. It's just literally, let's try and do a little bit to change the culture amongst male friendship groups, whatever, right? That's it. That's the be all and end all. It's not, I'm not suggesting you're going to stop a rapist as, like, because you go, mate, none of that, right? So anyway, I did that. Sadiq, this Sadiq Khan campaign, yeah. it gets released, like the, so the clip came out ages ago, then this thing comes out. I go to Latitude, right? Which yeah. is unbelievable. Great, good out. festival. I had so much fun. Man. Yeah. Lo loads of fun. Did lots of laughter. What's going on with you? <laughs> no, I was just saying, lots of laughter. No, yeah, look, there was yeah, lots of laughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, it looked good. Why are you describing it like I went and supervised a kid's birthday party? <laughs> no, because no, it felt like when I saw it on, online, you don't post enough of these things, by the way. You're having an amazing time at Latitude. I thought you'd post more like you're just doing something crazy. 
Well, when I do post stuff like that, it's just like fodder for you, isn't it? <laughs> no, do you remember Bacardi Rom? Uh, that yeah, whole thing emerged. Mate, Bacardi After Rom you was... absolutely rinsed the shit out of me. Do you because... know one of my happiest moments of this week? Right? Yeah. We're talking about... You You went on Heart Radio. You did this really cute little dance when you got into the studio. And I, could, I know who it was. It was probably Ashley Roberts, Amanda, uh, Amanda Holden, Jamie Thixton. Jamie Thixton. Right? Yeah. Good bunch of eggs, all having a bit of a laugh. And you really owned it. I thought, fucking go on, son. It's really lovely. To I watch. can't tell what you're doing now. <laughs> Do I, mean? I, I, I can't tell what you're doing. No, I'm being earnest. No, because yeah, but the tone of your voice. I know you're taking the piss, no, but I'm not. I can't figure out Mate, how. I watched that and thought that's exactly the one I, I know. I want to see more of. So that's my point. At latitude, you're having a good time. Post more of it. <laughs> you do. You're so suspicious. Yeah, I am suspicious. <laughs> no, to be honest with you. It's a very cute thing. I don't know what's going on with you, man. I, I'm in a really happy mood. I'm in a happy okay, place. Fine. Yeah. And I, no, that's all I'm encouraging you to do more. Okay. So I had a some nice moves. So I had a great time at Latitude. Yeah. I am currently off Twitter, right? Right. So I get a text message quite, I don't know, midway through the weekend from somebody going, I can't remember who it was, going, I hope you're okay of seeing what's been happening on Twitter. So I'm like, what the fuck, right? So I then look on Twitter. So you've still got your account open. No, I haven't. I, I couldn't tell you how to access it, but like you can still see yeah, what your yeah. what the mentions are or whatever, right? right? So I open it up, and Lawrence Fox, yeah, has like put the clip up, and he's gone. You're not a comedian, mate, right? Sort of doing like a. Anyway, that has unleashed. It's so funny, man, because I was totally unaware of. It. I was just having a nice time of latitude, and when somebody goes, "Are you okay?" and I look, I open Twitter, and it's like opening the gates to hell. Do you know what I mean? But that's like, Twitter in a, in a nutshell, mate, right? It's, it's fucking it's awful. It's such a vile place. Anyway, every now and again I look. So it's it's so mad because I'm not on Twitter or because all the people that are having a go are so, like, batshit. Can I just say, to, like, genuinely, because like, you, you're you not on Twitter, right? So no. you But your at is still there. Your yeah, account's still but there. but I'm, I'm not... Yeah, yeah, but your account's I still there. I couldn't tweet even if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what my password is, yeah. like, whatever. I'm out. So anyway, I see that and I see all these, like, comments and, um, and it's stuff like... Um, you're supposed to be a comedian. Why are you doing this, right? Da, da, da. Which is fine. I accept that as a criticism, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm just all I'm trying to. Do, all I was doing was doing like thirty seconds at the end yeah. of a thing. But fine. If people think that's like you know, I don't expect everyone to like me, and nor should anybody expect everyone to like no. them. It's a, it's a very unhealthy thing to want. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, t- trust me. It's absolutely yeah, listen, I've, see, I've, see, I've seen it at close quarters, <laughs> and it's actually disgusting. And some of the things it leads you to do, and some of the one eighties it leads you to do on your own belief system. <laughs> It's quite appalling to watch happen. <laughs> yeah, but it... Yeah. Anyway, so then I get people going, like, I know that racism still exists, right? Yeah. I would say over the last 48 hours, mate, I've been called the P word so many times on Twitter, right? It's just that in itself, right? This is, the, this is my big thing with Twitter as a, as, a, as a whole, is that how is that become acceptable that, that, can, that you can use that sort of toxic language and still have an account. You can do the most vile, say the most horrible things, and never be held. Because that, that, as soon as you type that word into into a tweet, I think you should just be had a lot of a lifetime ban. I think that I think it automatically adds me. <laughs> no, but but don't you? I just find that insane. Yeah, but in I a think, culture that we should. I mean, look, yeah, but but I, I think I think you're right. But Twitter or X, as it's now being called, right, is um, it, the whole thing is free speech, right? Yeah, but that's not that's not free. This is this look. This is my problem with 
you know, just that when when we have discussions and you, you're someone will say to you, you say, oh, you know, what do you do? Or they'll ask you about being a comedian and stand up. And so you can't say anything anymore. Yeah. And, well, you can. You say yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, I know. But if, you, if the bollocks, stuff you're saying is homophobic or sexist or racist or, or, or pushing any of those, but you shouldn't have been saying that anyway. That's not what free speech is. Yeah. For that, that's that's toxic speech. That's 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 a different thing. That's the problem that I have with with you know with you know with him posting that tweet. He knew what the Pandora's box it was going to. Yeah, open. But I mean, I, I agree. He probably did know, but he can't be held responsible. You know, like he doesn't know what people are going to. I mean, he's got an idea, but you can't you can't make him responsible for everything that everyone's saying off the back of it. That's no. that's individual up to an individual. The thing that's really mad is like people are like sending me pictures of like. First of all, they're saying to me, do you think this is the worst thing that happens to women? And obviously not. You can talk about one issue without you saying it's the most important. The other thing that people are doing is been sending me pictures of women being mistreated in Muslim countries and going, why don't you sort this out first? Let me just get this cleared up for anybody that's under any... I'm not Muslim, okay? I've never claimed to be. I've never suggested I was, okay? I've never even joked about being Muslim on stage. What I'm assuming is you've seen a brown guy with a beard and you thought he must be Muslim. But do you know what the mad thing is about it? Genuinely, which was quite good. I felt totally... Like, I didn't feel upset about it at all. It's really, really? weird. Like, like, yeah, because... I don't know if it's because I'm not on Twitter. It's either because I'm not on Twitter or because the things are so... Ma and the other thing is... I, I do still, I strongly believe in what I say. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do yeah. think it's the right thing to do, the right thing to say. So then if you stand by that, I, I, you know, any criticism, it doesn't, I, I disagree with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's the right thing to do. But on top of that, because they're so extreme, I don't know, there's something about it, when it's so extreme like that, you just go, I don't respect, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care what your opinion yeah. is. Do you know what I mean? And so, like, they've all got Patriot or Proud Brit or Stop Islam from taking over the country or whatever. There's one where it's like, London, London's become a shithole, we all know why or whatever, and all this, like, crap. So, like, it's actually quite funny. Like, I've actually got to the point where during the weekend, I was, like, looking at stuff and, like, reading stuff out to Lisa. The one thing I did say, think that I did actually think was funny, even though it's deeply insulting to me, yeah. was... <laughs> I read this one out to Lisa because I did think it was funny. Um, a bit rich of Romesh, <laughs> a bit rich of Romesh to be asking people to treat women better when he looks so much like a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, listen, uh, uh, thank you to everyone that's got in touch, I guess. Yeah, but also, I've, that's the one thing I think when I, because I, I, I don't go on Twitter, I find Twitter like, I find it an awful place. I find it's like a pub that if you were to go in a pub where it was that aggressive and people spoke that way. Because so I made you aware of this, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Because so you didn't I, even know anything about it. I don't about. go on it. I, I might now and again post something about football, but I, yeah. I've seldom go on there myself because of that. I think it's essentially just a load of different people shouting aggressively. Yeah. And it's best to avoid that for your mental health. But when you message me and you're like, something's happened and then then you end up going all right i'll go in and i look the one thing i took away from number one was the amount of people it's positives and negatives there was yeah. awful things and there's yeah. abhorrent things that have been said that as a friend of yours who i adore you i found really upsetting and i and also i find it upsetting that this is a, the problem it is and the problem that we have and it, it's just every time you think you've got a hold of it and it you know things me and you have spoken about before on this podcast and in life it, it sort of brings that back but actually the positives there was far more people being supportive. Oh, that, that is true, actually. And can I just say, if anybody, 
is like a load of comics came out in defense of me, but like I would also say there's loads of just people that just went, What are you talking about? Like, this is obviously just like a, a you know, it's a positive thing. How can you have a problem with it? If anybody did that that's listening, thank you very much. Like, it's really great. You don't feel like you have to do that because it, you know, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But what was I found really weird is like, Lisa, like, it's so weird outside of Twitter, nobody was aware of it. Yeah. Right. So you sort of, I sort of looked at it and said, I said to Lisa, this is a bit mad, isn't it? And she's like, what are you talking about? And then I had to explain the whole, I had to explain the whole setup, who Lawrence Fox is, why he would have done this, what that means in terms of his follower, like all of that shit, do you know what I mean? And then I thought, why am I doing this? But then it became like a hobby over the weekend. I was just like, I want to see the, I was excited to see the worst shit that was being posted up. I got blamed for Rotherham at one point. Rotherham? Yeah, like the grooming gangs in Rotherham apparently, <laughs> something to do with me. I mean, it's fucking mad. But anyway, thank you to everyone who got in touch. I'll try and sort it out as soon as I possibly can. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But Latitude, man, Latitude was... Because the hip-hop thing looked amazing, right? Uh, It was... um, Okay, this is the thing, and I think you'll relate to this. Okay. So I did the the stand-up set. Thanks to everyone who came to watch the stand-up set. It was like... I wasn't nervous about it, but I was like... Yeah, it's like obviously you're doing a comedy tent yeah. at Latitude. It's like, how do you find out? Because I, I've been like, I, I had to do one the other week in Newport outdoor, like a comedy festival outdoor. It's a, it's, it's a whole different dynamic. Let, let's be absolutely crystal clear, right? I loved Latitude, they really looked after me, and I had a really great time and I had a great weekend. But it's not supposed to be comedy's not supposed to be done in an open tent, it's really difficult, right? It's yeah. di- it makes it more difficult, yeah, yeah. and also it's like the number of people, your timing changes. And also, like, it was, like, a bit windy when I was... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's all these, like, different things that are kind of, like, messing with you. So you don't really... What I've noticed is, like, I've done Reading, I've done Leeds, I've done Latitude a few times. You don't really have any idea how it's going. Do you, no. do, do you know what I mean? Like, you kind of just do your thing and hope for the best. And then I'm sort of relying on whatever the reaction is of the people that I meet up with after the gig. I've got no, I've got no idea. I could have eaten shit... I could be fucking supposed to be carried out on everyone's show. I've got no idea. Do you it know what I mean? It's that insane thing of having to try and play right to the back of the field, like the tender yeah, yeah, field. Yeah. It's like, yeah, rather than... Because if you get too consumed, because it's so, almost so vast and so many people, unlike a theatre where it's easy, you almost... And it was one idea, I don't know, one idea was in... It was light. So you could yeah, see... Yeah, it was light when I did it. Yeah, you, know, you could see so many different faces. Yeah. I saw a couple... Like, the, what's the worst... Is I did when a few years ago I did Latitude and like I didn't really have any kind of profile at all. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody was big was on before me. Yeah. And then I won't name the people involved, but somebody big was on before me. Yeah. And the compare didn't come on stage to introduce me on. So that comic came off and he went, Please welcome Rob Shrang Nathan. I walked on stage to the south to the tent emptying. Because they'd never fucking heard of me, right? So I walk onto the stage after this, like, absolute ripper. 
uh, by whoever was on before me. And I walk on and I literally start doing, like, start introducing myself as the tent fucking empties. Wow. Mate. In terms of, like, your self-esteem or your just kind of your ability to look, part of comedy is to look comfortable. <laughs> Do you know the worst one? Like, you talk about, other, you know, when someone says something and you just, yeah. it, you know, you get a bit of a recollection. I, I can't remember the name festival. Someone near Bristol and there was, like, a comedy tent there and there was a lot of people of, as our, our sort of general, you know, pretty sure Josh was there. I, I, for some reason, I think it was me and Brett Goldstein were sort of going on me and then Brett. And there was a comic called, um, I'll say his name, can we bleep it out? Mm. And whoever was on before, I think it might have been Machine, maybe, smashing it. It's absolutely killing it. And I was like, this, this crowd are amazing. This is going to be incredible. And he went on. And his material, I, I'd done gigs with you with him, and he did some, some fucking obscure stuff and stuff that's very questionable. And I'm standing there and watching, because I'm going on after him, and the whole fucking tent is gone. I reckon there's four people from what was, I'm sure it was Rasheen, has smashed it, and it was like pumped, and you're like, I fucking can't wait to go on. Oh no, and you see him go. And that, that feeling of then having to sort of get it back, and hopefully people are going to come, a few people might must have back yeah. in, but you know it's going to take an hour or so before people come back yeah. in and you're not going to be that person. It was mm. awful. So anyway. So anyway. I digress. So I did the comedy set. Yeah. And when we did Hip Hop Save My Festival, so it's right. me and Martin Too Smooth. We're doing 50 Years of Hip Hop, um, like from 10.30 to midnight or whatever. Right. Close out the festival or whatever. Yeah. In the comedy tent. And um, I, I don't know whether this is cool or pathetic, right? But basically it went off, right? Like the crowd... Whoever was at Hip Hop Save My Festival, you were unbelievable, right? It was just like, they were like singing along, like hands up in the air. Like it properly was amazing. Are right? you, do you sing along when you're on stage? I just do like a bit of like, I get the crowd hyped up. I sort of talk them through the set, you know, set up what we're playing next yeah. and all that. It's very easy what I do. Martin yeah. does that, the actual work. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Lisa, Lisa and the kids are with me. The two younger ones couldn't stay up till that time, right? They yeah. started to flake out about seven, eight o'clock. So Lisa like took them back to the hotel. Theo stayed, right? Wow. What a moment. So a couple of things. One, um, that is the closest I've ever felt to being a rapper, right? Yeah. Because the crowd are going off. You're like, you know, it was just amazing. But the thing that I will take away is Theo had his hands in the air and was bopping the whole oh, way man, through the moment. set, man. And like That's it, actually generally giving me goosebumps. Mate, it was it felt incredible. Oh, that, Do you know what I mean? Like he had cool. such a great time. And then we, I walked off and I was expecting him to go, that was really embarrassing. Whatever, but he just goes, I had such, a, like he was saying, I had such a good time. That's cool. It was great, man. It was wicked. Martin's um, a, Martin is like probably one of the coolest people I've ever met. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I've, I've met him at Heathrow, weirdly out of the, out of the blues. Mm. He was going away and I was with my daughter and wife. And you know, when someone is just so fucking, just like, and by the way, like, Incredibly lovely. Yeah. Like, incredible. Like, yeah, he's they, not standoffish. He, no, 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 no. Just a really not. But, you know, when you look at someone and you're like, wow, you've just got it all together. Yeah. Yeah. He just, I, I had to walk away from him thinking. Why do I feel like, a, a, somehow again, I feel like this is a dig at me. I no, it's know. not. It's a dig at me as well. Right. I look you just sort what? of nodded to me and went, yeah, as if to say, <laughs> no, have no, a look I mean at yourself. That, I'm looking at myself. Yeah. When I looked at Martin, I was yeah. like, you, like everything. You're like, you are just a gentleman. You know, an absolute legend of a man from what I can, you know, from the short meeting we've had and the, the interaction we've had online. Looks very cool. Dresses very cool. Seems a very decent human to everyone around. 
I, I looked to myself. Do you know what I'd say to you, though? You're half of those things as well. <laughs> half of them. And it's, some of them are so unobtainable. I don't know why I'm worrying about the rest. Might as well say he's brown. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it's, you know, when you meet someone, and you, I had a weird one. Um, so I've had a weird week on the basis of, uh, I, I don't know what it is, right? What was that? It's my, it's my watch. Hugo Chegwin's just f- finished an indoor run. Why are you getting a notification that Hugo Chegwin's finished an indoor He's run? He's only done 0.3, yeah. Because I, well, I now to say to him, Slade, I'm trying to keep him like at it. I'm sort of being like, not a personal trainer, but I'm like messaging him whenever he's done. So he'll he'll do something. So I just said Slade that, mate. That's what I mean about me and you interacting on Sorry, watches. what? So he, he'll do a run, so I get a notification. That you get, get a notification when he I does I used to run. get him with Beckett, but he's, he doesn't do anything on his watch now. But, uh, yeah. So you can do a notification so, so I can see when he's done. Yeah, so I've seen that Hugo's done a run. And then, so and like, then he said Slade? I said Slade it, yeah. Based on what? Well, because he did an indoor run of, yeah, 0.32 miles. 0.32 miles? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, he might have just been running up and down the stairs. Maybe I just really needed a share. <laughs> But yeah, I like to keep him pumped up. Right. Be there for him. Right. Little okay. shoulder to lean on. Yeah, Anyhow, no, I digress. Yeah, anyway, go on. Um, Is this your new catchphrase, I digress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to like work on it. Let's see if it sticks. Um, so I don't know what it is recently. I've noticed, like, every fucking time I seem to look in the mirror, and like nearly every time I go into chat to Catherine, Catherine will go, You have a bogey in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> every time that I fucking seem to leave a conversation and yeah, look yeah. in a mirror, like a lift mirror, yeah. I have bogeys in my nose. Mm. It's like I've turned, like I've got to an age or something's happened within my fucking physical makeup that I'm producing an insane oh, amount Jesus of bogeys. Jesus Christ, man. What? <laughs> like, like, I'm so like now. I don't. Well, I I don't know. Right, I'm, I'm very worried about this. Right, so your ear canals, right? They get rid of all. Like you have wax and stuff, and that they they self cleanse, and that you you can't fuck around with the chemistry of your ears, right? You don't want to. So earlier, uh, you said you're not a lawyer, but you're happy to just carry on without declaring you're not a doctor on this bullshit. No, that's I've been told that by a doctor. Okay, fine. Right, so what happens? Don't, you've don't got, put you earbuds don't... in your ears. No. Don't interfere with your ear canals, no. right? Can I just ask a question? What are earbuds for then? Those cotton buds? What are well, they? Well, I think for? they're for like getting rid of like sort of little bits of makeup and like right. they're like sort of detail brush. I think. But let, let, let's you let's can be... do also. You can. It's wedging them into your yeah. ear canals. You can clean round with them. Yeah. But let's be absolutely clear on this. Yeah. Okay. The cotton bud companies do not want this advice about not sticking in your ears Look, to go out. Enough gone. Because they know that's what so many, so many people Because it do, feels right? so good. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's like somebody issuing a warning, oh, Nutella, don't, whatever you do, don't put it on toast. Yeah, exactly. And it's like crack. Yeah. You've got to be very careful, right? <laughs> very careful of doing that. Yeah. But if you worry about the, the equium of your ears, right? I don't know if my nose... <laughs> Is what I've done because you know when you go to a Turkish barber, right? Yeah, and they put the wax up your nose. Just so you know, anybody listening, I've let Equium go, all right? <laughs> Before we start getting emails in, but, I've just yeah. let it go for the for the flowing of the story. Oh, you know God. when you they put the wax up your nose, yeah, and then they pull out the nose yeah. hairs. Yeah, I told you you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah. told me a while ago. I've still could. I had. You still continued it, obviously. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, but then I've, now I've had a break from having it done. Right. I'm not sure if I've ruined something within my nasal canals, right? That now I'm getting a holy amount of bogeys. Yeah, or it's just the hair's growing back. So yeah, but the hair's growing back, and what? And then bogeys. Well, so like, what bogeys do I do? are like a rock climb, aren't they? You're providing them lots of. Yeah, no, but what of... do I do about the hairs in my nose now? 
What you can? Tr- are you? Is this seriously <laughs> happening? What but are you talking I about? I can trim them. Yeah, they, they, you can. I've got a nose trimmer I bought the other day. Yeah, meant to be the best nose trimmer on Amazon. I did at least four or five hours of research. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is I, it? It's a Manscaped one. Right. Okay. So you did, first of all, what I can tell you is. You didn't do four or five hours of research. You barely did 40 seconds, right? Because whenever you go on social media, Manscaped's fucking all over. Yeah, it. yeah, no, no, no. Now what I, I also know is your, your nutsack's probably bald as the day you were born as well. I always get my pubic hair down. Hold on. Okay, let's talk about this. Yeah. Do you... You go clean shaven? No, no, no. no okay. I leave a little bit there. I don't right. get... Clean, clean shave... What, like wet shave? No, I'm just saying clean... Did I say wet shave? <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't go... Yeah, you go to right. Turkish barber and after they do your nose... <laughs> Do you know this is a mad thing, right? The other yeah. day, this is a terrible thing. I was on the train, right? Yeah. And again, I actually had a weird message about the banana story. Someone was picking holes in that. Yeah. Um, Why don't we stick to one digression okay. at a time? You know? okay. Right. So I'm sitting there, uh, minding my own business, listening to a podcast. I look down, and the guy opposite me has shorts on, and I can see up his shorts right. and see his penis, right? Right. And Tom, okay, <laughs> how was he sat? Like that. He's meant spread like right. that, and he's got like shorts that sort of length. Okay, right. And is, is his penis poking out the bottom of the leg? No, no. If you, if you looked, like if you looked, if oh, you looked, <laughs> there we go. That's what I was trying to get at. If you looked, right, right. So I'm look, looking like that. I'm, not, I'm at first. I'm not even paying it any attention. But I'm you are looking in that area. Yeah, no. I'm just looking down because I'm. I often, you know, I was listening to podcasts. Sort of imagine I was sort of taking it in. And then I look like that, and then I see his penis. Okay. Right? His penis? Yeah. His actual penis? Yeah, sort of like the head. So is he wearing underwear? No, that's what I mean. Okay. So whether he's been to play, like, tennis or... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, tennis is like wearing a kilt, isn't it? Don't wear anything underneath, (laughs) as we all know. What the fuck are you talking about? No, but he's... Well, have you ever been to the gym and forgot your pants? No. (laughs) Right. Whether he's... He's had a workout in his... Pants, right? In his pants. And yeah. he's gone... And then he's gone to get changed into his office... You know, into his... His office clothes. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's gone to get changed. Yeah. And his pants are wet from the workout, right? right? This is how I'm trying to piece it together. Yeah. I, again, we're going to go back. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a detective. Right? Okay. <laughs> right. By the way, congrats to the detective that gets this case. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> we just to find out there's a guy on a train, his dick showing. No. So, You're the man for the job. <laughs> so, he's basically, right... He's probably had a workout. His pants were wet after the workout because he's been quite strenuous. Yeah. Right? He's then put them in his bag and he didn't bring a replacement pair. That's yeah. The, yeah. Oh. I understand. What the, what the fuck is going on? Right, so that's I understand right. what you mean. So, right. <laughs> so that's all I can think of in this circumstance. So I'm looking Do like Do you know that. what? Can I just, just before you carry on, the... The, the, the times that you make a decision to explain something and the times that you make a decision to not explain something are completely opposite to what they should be, by the way. So many times you say something in no detail, just fucking carry on. And then stuff that's so blatantly obvious, you decide to go into an insane amount of detail on. Why are you explaining how you might forget your pants? I was going to say, he's yeah, left, left, left his house in a rush that morning. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. No, okay. So he's sitting there like this, right? And then once that's in my head, yeah. that that's there, yeah. 
I can't stop look, like looking down. Sure. I'm like, every time, sort of, I, just, I keep making eye contact, and then I think he catches me looking down. Yeah, and he gives me this really weird look. Right, like. Well, you know, sort of like, sort of like, quite sort of distasteful, like sort of what you do, sort of yeah. thing. And then I look quite embarrassed. Yeah. And at the next sort of stop, I just get up and just walk off a bit. <laughs> Is that the end of the story? Yeah, yeah. I get up. Oh and walk. my god! <laughs> I get up and walk off because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that you spent longer in that story explaining how someone might forget their pants than there's actually content in the fucking story? No, no, but it's a weird thing of like his penis hanging out. Yeah. And me not saying... Like, yeah, but do you know how I would tell that story? Yeah. I was sat opposite some guy on the train and say, I could see his penis without shorts. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me think about the bogeys. Right, what? what do you mean? Well, social embarrassment, isn't it? He was less embarrassed about his willy hanging out. He didn't but... know. He didn't know. <laughs> I think if he... I, if, listen, if I was sat yeah. and my dick was hanging out yeah. and I knew and you looked, I wouldn't aggressively look back at you like, what are you looking at? I know what you're looking at. My penis is hanging out of my shorts. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> so you think he didn't know, he just thought I was looking down? Obviously. <laughs> it's like, you, 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 who the fuck... What kind of fucking lunatic is going, do you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make sure my shorts are riding up so that you can actually see my genitals. See, I, and if anyone looks, I'm really gonna give him. I'm see, gonna give him an absolute stink. In call. my head, he knew what I was looking at, and he was like, you, the, "This isn't for you," type thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I was. He, he gave me like such a vicious look. He was right. so angry. I was genuinely thinking, "I'm not gonna fight this guy." He's what like, do you think is the more likely outcome? Of this, what do you think is a more likely explanation? One, right. a man puts on his shorts, yeah. isn't aware that his dick is visible. He sits on a train, right. and a man with earphones in is just staring intently at his crotch. Right? Do you think that's more likely? Or do you think he's gone, right, time to get the dick on display, <laughs> have the shorts riding up, but I hope somebody that I don't want to look <laughs> doesn't look, because I'm going to give them what for? Not was... verbally. <laughs> It was a very insane situation to be in. Right. And I know that's what I'm talking about with the bogeys. It's not an, that is not an insane situation. This is what happens, right? right. You, you're sat opposite somebody, yeah. their dick's showing, you go, oh, that's weird. And then you just look away. What you, don't, you st what you don't do is go into a role play imagining the set of circumstances that led to this situation happening and then get caught looking. Which is what you do. <laughs> do you ever think about what's happened to this guy that he's... If I saw... Listen, let me tell you something. If I saw somebody's dick... In their shorts. Right. If I decided that I'm going to have a little wander down <laughs> imagination lane to try and figure out what happened, I would change where my gaze is. <laughs> it was just a funny predicament to be in. Yeah, it was a funny. Yeah. So anyway, what are you gonna what are you gonna do about your bogeys? I, 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 to be fair, I'm thinking I didn't have any. Like even now, I'm worried about it. It's I think it's. But you actually, don't have any now. Do you uh, think it's partly? Um, do you think it's partly because um, you, you're taller? Yeah, but that's, that doesn't mean that I should get more bogeys. Like, no, but what I mean is, it, it, yeah, but, what I'm saying. But like, no, I can tell you in the last I reckon month, 
it's I can my bogey distribution has gone up by at least eighty percent. Right. Like this is really bad. Like the other day, I could feel a bogey. So and Catherine, I thought it was in the bathroom. She she come out of the bathroom quite quietly, and I I picked my nose. I heard her come like come into the living room, and I rolled the bogey up and put it in my pocket. Oh my god! <laughs> and she had seen it happen. Tom, she, I wouldn't have even told me that in a private conversation. Do you think that bit's worth deleting? I think it's in. <laughs> I felt disgusting at the time, but right. at the moment I'm in a situation where I feel like so many, like whether there's a doctor out there or someone who can help, it does feel Do you, like... Actually, you raise a good point. If there is somebody who can explain why Tom's bogey <laughs> appearances have gone up, we'd love to know. I'm not, I, I, at first I thought maybe hay fever, Yeah, but then it's not that clement, the weather, it's not that hot. So hay fever's not that high. It, it's, it's, I think it's actually starting to have an impact on my, like my confidence. It doesn't seem to be. You've talked about it openly on a podcast. <laughs> no, I'm talking about it. If anything, you've really. used it for content. <laughs> no, but if I'm in a conversation with someone in real life, right, and someone's, this is... <laughs> someone's standing there, right. I'm constantly doing this. Yeah, yeah I do my nose. I do that. It's such a worry. Sometimes, I tell you when it does happen, is if somebody's looking really intently at me as I'm talking to them, yeah, I, I think what I'm saying isn't that interesting, so I must have something on my face or my nose. I get yeah. I get extremely paranoid if I meet members of the public because, like, say, for example, if somebody recognises you and you've got a bogey in your nose, yeah, yeah. you got yourself a story. Well, yeah, but then yeah, you're you're the guy that not on for the Facebook, daily mail. Someone turns around and just yeah, goes, exactly. Oh, isn't that the guy that yeah, he didn't wash his hands and had bogeys in his nose? Yeah, well, hopefully you know, it would be very unlucky for me to have that happen <laughs> with the same person. Do you know the thing I've noticed going back to the washing hands thing? Because yeah. we've digressed a little bit from there. Is the amount of times you're in a bathroom now and you watch, watch a guy have a wee or, or not watch them actually? No. Yeah. But Do you follow that guy off the train? <laughs> no, someone goes to the toilet yeah. and then they go to wash their hands and they literally just run, run the water for like a second, sprinkle their hands under it and then just mm. walk off without using any or, or proper washing them. Yeah. It's completely pointless. Yes, it is pointless. You're right. It, it, I find that really infuriating. Yeah. Do you say anything? No, I just sort of like. Okay. <laughs> I I went to watch the boys in a show recently right. at the Hawth in Crawley. Yeah, love the Hawth, by the way. Amazing. I don't know if I should say this now. Maybe we should blank out the... What, the Hawth as a name? Well, it's just because I'm about to issue a complaint. No, it's okay. not a complaint. About the Hawth? Yeah. Okay. Not about the staff. I love the staff. Staff though. are amazing now, I've got to say. In the interval, I went to the toilet. Right. I think this is, yeah, keep this in, because I think a lot of people will do a lot of good for people, I think. First of all, I know you might be the wrong person to ask this. Right, okay, okay. Go is ahead. it urinal or urinal? Urinal. Urinal, okay. The urinals yeah. in the men's toilets on the ground floor at the Hall Theatre are so close together, it's incredible. Right? Are you using urinals still? What do you mean, am I using urinals? I never still? use them. I, I find them had, have we had this discussion? I think we have, JT and Kata, but I find them so awkward. Yeah, they are awkward. No, but they're not awkward when they're like e evenly spaced out. I find, no, I find them awkward then. Mm. I, think, like, I think we have talked about this because a guy at a bar asked me for a selfie while I was taking a piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I thought that had encouraged you to start using cubicles. Yeah, but sometimes like it's, cubicles are a premium, aren't they? Yeah, but I'll wait for a premium. I find, I find a urinal these days so awkward. Right. When someone, I've had like people take pictures of me going for a piss without asking. Yeah. Which well, if they asked, what would you say? Well, I'd probably say after I finish urinating. Right, okay. You know. Uh, and then I'd, I'd happily have a picture, but yeah. no, I find them. Yeah, I'm all. I, I love. I think the toilet, the, that space 
when you go into a little cubicle and you have a wee, or if you fancy a poo, you have a poo as well, all right? It's a real sort of like, that's a treasured little moment of a night out. It's mm. just time to get like, almost like a small meditation moment. Yeah, sure. You thought, I don't want to be in the hustle and bustle of it all. No. That's my private time. No, I get you. I get Take you. a breath. Have a wee. Yeah, all right. Um, now, listen, I think we should do some emails. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, before we get into that, uh, thanks once again to this one for selecting. Oh, uh, actually, I'm going to just raise something. Um, go on. Uh, Bad news, everyone. Okay, um, this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. Go yeah, on. yeah, bad news, everyone. Um, so the mukbang uh, episode that we're very, very excited about, there's been a little uh, spoiler put on that at the moment because we're not allowed food in the studio. We okay. completely didn't preempt this. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> so we, we're we not allowed to do the mukbang, in this, but we need to be face-to-face to do it. So we're going to try and work out a way of doing that. And we, the, Tom, shout out Tom from Spotify, said that we could have dry food in here. I no, he didn't say that. He said we. I just had a cookie before the yeah, show started. You said no. That okay. There we go. Here's the problem here, right? <laughs> we arrived, right? JT is here. Yeah. Uh, the other side of some sort of two-way mirror. I don't know what's yeah. going on here. And um, JT was mortified by the way. No, he wasn't. He didn't care at all. Okay. He's been very looking forward to the map. I don't think he has it. He's got to edit it. <laughs> so I don't think he's looking forward to it, right? So JT asked Tom from Spotify. Well, Tom asked, what is the mukbang episode yeah. from when we recorded last time? JT explained it to him. Yeah. And weirdly, in these lovely, lovely studios, they don't want us to bring in a shit ton of food. He and... said to me, look, be careful. Look, we're not allowed wet food. He didn't. Tom, I was there for the conversation. No, no, but I, he said, don't. He said, you can have a cookie. You're not allowed no, a pot. No, 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 no. Yeah, he did say that. But he was talking very specifically about you had a cookie with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and you said, so I can't eat this now. So we're devastated to pass this news on. Because uh, <laughs> I know... Oh, this uh, is totally as I thought it was going to go. <laughs> that we would not be allowed to eat a shit ton of food in a recording studio. So what we might have to do is maybe before one of these, we meet JT in a park or in a restaurant and do it there. Like a picnic kind of version. No, I don't think so. <laughs> what? No, if we, if we ever if we sneak a couple of mics into a restaurant, that could be okay. Happen. Fine, yeah. yeah right, okay, it. so it will come. It will happen. Uh, probably in September somewhere. Yeah, it will, it will happen just like the nicknames feature and the shouting out small businesses. <laughs> two features at two format points that we're very very proud of that we've managed to continue for as long as we have done. Okay, uh, this is from, oh, just it's from your number one fan. Not Who's yours, both of us. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I see you looking at that little divide and conquer fucking shark eyes. Uh, and he or she said, they say, Dear Wolf Allen Swan, listening to your Two Streets One Name episode reminded me of my one similar yet different conundrum. I was sent shopping for a few items a couple of weeks ago, the usual, bread, milk, cheese, etc. I was also asked to get some sour cream. Mm. Or at least that's what I thought I had. I stumbled into my local shop that rhymes with Schmorrison's, grabbed the bits I needed along with sour cream and walked back home feeling confident and content that I'd been a good boy and got all the stuff from the list. A couple of hours later when my partner got home, she opened the fridge and I heard my name called, Why did you get sour cream? Because that's what you asked for, I replied. I then proceeded to get the piss taken out of me for buying sour cream and not soured cream. What? 
Where's sour This cream? is then quite often brought up as a recurring joke, which I actually quite enjoy and does make me chuckle. My question is this, what the fuck even is sour cream? It's stored with milk, whipped and double cream, etc. But what is it? Do I warm it up and put it with apple crumble or do I dip crisps in it? Why name something that is so similar to another name but is a completely different food item? Someone must have made this mistake before. Am I just a standard bloke who can undertake complex technical tasks like fixing a car or fitting new lights in the... I mean, I can't do fucking either of those things, can you? No, no, I'm not great at this. Uh, but doesn't know simple difference between food items. Love both your shit. Looking forward to seeing Tom next year in Plymouth. Hashtag Green Army. Okay. I've never heard of sour cream. Okay, now listen, I'm not convinced there is a difference here. I think you might be a victim of an injustice. I'm going to look this up. Sour cream. I've never... I didn't even... I've never heard of sour cream. I'd assume sour cream is sour cream, right? Yeah. Sour cream versus soured cream. Also, what I would say is, I don't really think that's grounds to take the piss out of someone, no, is it? No, no. And also, if they are the same thing, he's, he's, he's brought the, exactly the... He's brought what, what was needed. Sour cream, open bracket, sometimes known as soured cream in British English. Wow. Wow. Well, well, well. That's, see, that's, he's actually taking a real batter in. If I was him, though, he seems like there's, there's a bit of banter around it. Right. I sometimes think in a relationship it's good to have that sort of piss-takey stuff. I enjoy that with Catherine. Catherine takes piss out of me about a load of different things. Does she? Yeah. yeah. Mispronunciations of words, weirdly. Yeah. Um, we have a bantery relationship between us. It's one of my favourite things about a relationship, that we take the mick out of each other. Yeah. And I actually think that maybe it's worth him just keep, you know, Knowing it in his in in, in it having it his, in his back pocket, but also it, it's something that he clearly gets a chuckle out of, and maybe just as a real sort of like sort of zinger, buy some sour cream and some sour cream, put them in a bowl and see if she can taste the difference. Well, she wouldn't taste the difference. She mix them together. No, that's what. No, no, put them in two different. Bowls oh, okay, fine. And go like, oh yeah, I'll put some dips out. Is that, this actually isn't a bad yeah shower or something. And then she'll just dip one in. And I go, did you like the uh, soured cream? And she'll say, yeah, it was lovely. And I go, it's actually sour cream. Yeah, it feels like a lot of trouble to go to <laughs> to deliver that line, doesn't it? Yeah, but it could be, then it all turns around, right? And then he becomes the... Piss taker yeah, rather than yeah, piss taker. Yeah, yeah. So he's turning around to her going, uh, fucking hell, remember when you thought sour cream and sour cream were different? <laughs> <laughs> it could be a... Uh, yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah. Um, I, he, uh, number one Does fan. Lisa take the mick out? She's, she's quite, she takes the mick out. Oh, you. Look, mate, I get absolutely rinsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely rinsed, mate. It's a madness. Do you know what I mean? Just for stuff like, just being negligent with the kids, do you know what I mean? You know, just little shit like that, do you know what I mean? Like seeing other women behind their back, like just stuff like that. Like, it's constant piss take, piss take, piss take. <laughs> just fucking hell, stop roasting me. <laughs> The Mac Daddy of cool. <laughs> Bowling about the house in your leather jacket and a pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> Hair all brill cream back. Uh, I don't even know why that was funny, but it's good. Um, okay. Hope that helps. God bless you. This is from the Troubled Turtle. Oof. Always worries me, these ones. Why? I just know that something horrible's happened. The troubled turtle. Hey team, hope you're all well. I'm after some advice for you. Let me set the scene. 
for the past 12 years, my father was bravely battling dementia, which is such a cruel disease, taking more and more of him as the years went on. And my amazing mother tirelessly and selflessly looked after him at home till the very end. She showed such kindness and compassion. She is my hero. So for those 12 years and more, I've gone to my mum's to help do odd jobs around the house, help with dad and hang out with her every nearly every single Sunday and sometimes popped in during the week. Sadly, dad died this February, which was heartbreaking, but at least he's no longer suffering. Now... This, this might sound selfish, but I thought that now that he has passed, I could start not going to my mum's every weekend, as at 39, I wanted to start doing something at the weekends with my other half, or for me. But I feel so guilty leaving mum, as she's now so lonely. I finally went away for a week to Scotland, where I listened to your podcast on my trip. Felt like I was just in the car with my mates, and made the 10-hour solo journey bearable. She made such a big deal of how much she missed me, I even said to her, take it down a notch. I was away for one week, and she went on to say how she hates it when I go away. Am I an arsehole for wanting to finally have some time for me? And how should I tell her that, with, with that without breaking her heart? This woman is my hero, but I don't want to go around there every weekend as I feel like I'm just letting life pass me by. Any help or advice is greatly appreciated. Love you guys. Um, so, my friend, um, number one, uh, my condolences, because um, dementia is an awful, awful yeah, disease. It's terrible. And, um, yeah, it's awful. I, I think when it comes to sort of the situation with your mum, I think... Something like the, this requires sort of real gentle hand, handling because as much as you see her as being your hero and, and you can almost put people up in a sort of um, elevate their position. Um, pedestal. But, yeah, I was going to say pedestal, but I've been told that I've been saying that wrong. Yeah, Flo life. told you that. Didn't yeah, she? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She so keeps saying to me, you're going to mention Tom that he keeps saying pedestal. <laughs> I thought it was a pedestal, you know, like a pedal bin. Right. Is that what you thought until Flo said to you? Yeah. You yeah. thought it was a pedal stool? Yeah. What's a pedal stool? I don't know. It was a pedestal. Pedestal is like a plinth, isn't it? Like a platform. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, why would yeah, I know what's that? A pedal, what does a pedal stool look like? I thought it was a stool. With pedals on it? <laughs> yeah. And like, it was like a... Like a, a bicycle? <laughs> no, but you didn't really go anywhere. Just had like a stool with pedals. Like, you know, those big ones, like a penny farthing. Like sort of a really good... Yeah, a penny farthing goes somewhere, though. <laughs> no, but I thought it was like... Probably in the really olden days, right? The best stool to have, a bit like probably an old Peloton, right? It was like this really big stool and it had pedals on. And everyone's like, fucking you know, Billy down the road's got a pedal stool. <laughs> That's, yeah. I never thought it was cool. I didn't, well, a pedestal doesn't make any sense. No, pedestal's a word. A pedal stool doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but so many old things that I don't get, so the old bits of language or whatever, I didn't, never heard of a pedestal. No one's, I've never been near one. Right, but, but you've been near a pedal stool, have you? <laughs> no, I just How thought... many pedal stools? No, I'd love to know. Tell me your stories <laughs> no, about pedal stools that you've, no, I that just you've thought, seen. I thought they were obsolete now. I thought it was saying that doesn't isn't around anymore. I thought like, oh fucking hell! Like back in the, yeah, they just people started using bikes and they actually went places. Like a pedal stool was just like so. This... A pedal stool. That's what you thought a pedal stool. Yeah, was a stool with pedals on it, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah, like for what for exercise, thought, yeah. like a peloton. Yeah, like an old school exercise okay, bike. Right. Actually, it's not as illogical as I thought. Yeah, and then they were the best thing to have in the olden days, and people weren't fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, mate, he's he's deserves to be up on that pedal stool that he's brought. And then obviously it's not; it's pedestal. And yeah, photo with the other day. Mm. Anyway, carry on. So I digress slightly, <laughs> <laughs> but look. So I think um, I think as much as you can um, put your uh, put your mum up on a pedestal the actual truth is that she's a human being and she's been for an awful ordeal and she's been for really tough times and i think when people go through things like this especially even my own mum uh you know has been through 
Tim, you know, something like this with friends, with a friend of hers recently and her sister. <clears throat> and I think actually sort of sometimes talking about that or being open about it, about what they've lost and actually what they've been through is, is harder than maybe our generation find that. And actually sort of having an open conversation with her, number one, about where she's at with things and how she feels. Um, it's really easy. And, you know, I'm culpable of this, of, of spending time with people and actually spending lots of time with people, but never really asking sometimes how they are and where they're at and just doing nice things without actually sort of touching base and making sure that they're all right. And I think it's really one of the best things is to sort of have that conversation, see how your mum's feeling and then set sort of parameters really of like when you're going to go around there. I think right now she probably does need you to be around as much as you can be. But if that's too much for you at weekends, then maybe look at a weekday of an evening you'll pop around. But also instead of just going around to the house, maybe try saying, well, let's go out for some dinner or let's go to the cinema or try and do something else with her that's just going to sort of break the sort of cycle that you're in. And I think, I think you know, it's, it's a really, as, as difficult as you're finding it, I can't even imagine like how tough that is for you, but also for your, for your mum, what she's gone through and, and, you know, the caring, the looking after someone that she's done. It's just sort of let, 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 let this massive void in, in, in her life. And I guess that's, there's a part of you that's got to sort of feel that for a little while. Um, and, and, you know, let you be her hero just for a little while. That was beautiful. Lovely. Thank you. Cheers. Um, well, listen, uh, I'm really sorry, Troubled Turtle, that you're going through this. Um, uh, I would say that I've experienced sort of two sides of this where the Swans' uh, father had a similar thing and it's uh, I can empathise with you that it's an incredibly cruel thing to watch happen. Um, equally, the parent left behind, it's a difficult one to be. My, my dad passed away uh, over t like 10 years ago now and... Um, my mum was like, her, her, their whole social thing was together. And my mum and dad, you know, my mum lent on my dad a lot for like going out and stuff like that and, you know, what she got up to. And, and he also did lots of stuff for her. And so when she, when he passed away, you know, my mum wasn't as independent as she otherwise might have been. My mum's a fiercely independent woman, but in this instance, she was like, you know, she was suffering from loss or whatever. And I think what I would say to you is, is this. First of all, you are absolutely not an arsehole for wanting to have some time for you, okay, by any stretch at all. It's totally normal. You've done, a, you know, you've really been dutiful uh, sorting this out and, and looking after your mum. But the fact of the matter is, is that you want to be able to have some spare time to, to, to be with your other half. And, but the, the difficulty is, is your mum's got used to you being around all the time. So the truth is, what you've got to do is you kind of have a conversation not it doesn't have to be a frank conversation it doesn't have to be as frank as you have been in the email of just like readjusting what her expectations are of in terms of how much you're going to go around there and and helping her both doing that and also helping her to become a bit more independent and find things that she can do for herself and stuff to occupy her time so it might be that you like I, by the way i'm not this is not prescriptive what i'm saying it might be that you halve the number of visits so like you're going over there two weekends and two weekends you aren't and then that can come down or you go i'll come see you once a month it's up to you to come to a decision about how you're going to do that um but i think it's worth saying you know what I would say is your mum is going to miss you, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So, 
you know, it's actually helpful for her in the long run to kind of gain a bit of independence. She's obviously grieving and it's difficult, but this, you know, you need to move to a, a happy kind of equilibrium or equum. So I think I did that to sort of comment. I did that for you, Tom, and you didn't even, you didn't even register. No, it's nice. It's nice. It's a nice bit of... No, no, I'm lost in your words. Oh, OK. I sometimes I look at you and actually feel very proud of you, my friend, sometimes. I mean that. <laughs> I think you've got so protected, like... I mean it from I'm the really bottom of my edge. I feel like my ribs are exposed. Um, so the point I'm trying to make is I think it's a combination of deciding with your mum what that level's going to be and also helping your mum get an independent, a bit more of an independent lifestyle. My mum... Uh, you know, initially she's finding it very difficult. Now she's up to all sorts. I mean that in a completely appropriate way. Uh, so listen, I know it's difficult, but can I just say that the main message I want you to take from this is you absolutely are not an arsehole, okay? If anything, you've done, you've done amazingly well in terms of support you're giving. I wish you the very best of luck. Okay, Tommy D. Yeah. It's about that time. Well. Could you do us the honour? I've taken us out. <clears throat> Timmy Croft lived by the beach. And each summer he would watch as revelers from the morning through to the night jumped around and frolicked and laughed in the surf, or made sandcastles, or sprinted around and played cricket and swam. In the evenings he'd watch as people lit big bonfires and toasted marshmallows. But Timmy was always anxious of the beach because he didn't like the feeling of sand upon his feet or in his arse crack or in his bollocks. <laughs> he... <laughs> All right, go on. I I'm actually laughing at your sort of, your giggle off the back of... Anyway, I don't want to interrupt. I don't know what I found it. So Timmy often just watched other people have fun. And it made him feel quite sad that outside of his window, just across the way, there was all this laughter. And one day, Timmy opened his front door and he took a walk down the rocky lane and he stared at the sand. He thought, oh, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can step onto it. And as he touched the sand, he recalled back. He simply couldn't, couldn't be a part of any world that sand sound. And as he turned around, an old man came up to him and said, are you not going on the beach here, young boy? And he said, no, I can't stand the sand. And the old man said, but what about if you look that way? And he pointed to some fields and <laughs> a big park and some other stuff that was going on. And Timothy said, oh, wow, I never even noticed that. I was so intent on looking out at the beach and the fun that people were having there, I never looked out my other windows at the other side of the house. <laughs> and the old man said, sometimes you can be so focused upon what you can't have, you forget about what you can. And that's a great message for life. Sometimes it's very easy to stare at other things, worrying about not being a part of it or not being able to join in. But all the time, forgetting there's a whole world that you can be a part of and enjoy. Thank you. That's really nice, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really yeah, nice. Yeah. I didn't actually know where it was going. So it's a, bit, it's a beach on one side and yeah. fields and the woods on the other, is it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's Timmy's life. Um, okay, well, listen, uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, to play us out, okay, have you seen Deadpool 2? No, no, I actually got asked to audition for Deadpool 3. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Anyway, I was watching Deadpool 2 last yeah. night. And there's a bit where he meets his he meets his other half. Yeah. And they play over the top of that scene an unplugged version of Take On Me by Aha. Oh my god. And it's absolutely beautiful. So JT, could you play us out with the unplugged from the Deadpool 2 soundtrack version of Take On Me? And we will see you next time. See you soon. On this little thing we call the, the Wolf and Out Podcast. Oh, shit, you say podcast. The Wolf and Out Podcast. Bye. Take on me. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.